Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for coming back, tuning in for another week. I'm your host, Brad Betke. Today we'll be going over the NBA Finals, the Stanley Cup Finals, and the standings in the MLB for episode 29 of the Box Score Sports Podcast. Oh yeah, ladies and gentlemen, back at it again with another episode. Welcome back, I appreciate y'all tuning in for another one. 29. Starting it off, you know exactly where we're going. Your 2021-22 NBA champions are the Golden State Warriors. Led by a 34-point performance from your first-time NBA Finals MVP, Stephen Curry, the man himself. lot to take away from the last couple of games since the last time we spoke. Boston lost this one for themselves. I think that Boston lost this series more than Golden State won this series. And I think that solely comes down to... The Warriors did to Boston what Boston was supposed to do to the Warriors. In terms of defense. You look at the turnovers in this game six. If I'm correct, Boston finished with 23. Correct, 23. Warriors were not too far behind, but it was the impact of the turnovers. Boston had way too many turnovers in the fourth quarter. When it matters most. They led by as much as 12 in the first half. And it just kind of went away from there. One thing that really... It happened most of the series. Once Boston got a couple wins out, the Warriors played really good defense. Boston did not. And I saw a lot of good examples of that in in this game six tonight. Times like... Marcus Smart switching off of Curry and forcing Al Horford to guard Curry. And then when Curry goes to drive the lane, nobody steps up and helps him. I remember I watched the replay four times. All four other Boston Celtics on the court stood with their feet planted on the ground as a player with the ball in his hand is driving the lane. Nobody moved. Everybody just watched. That right there is why the Boston Celtics did not win. Absolutely no intensity. They were not ready to be here. They were not ready to perform. And they were not ready to win. Simple as that. It's the inexperience of everybody that was there. And ironically enough, Al Horford, his first finals in 15 years, and he played almost as good as anybody on that court. And let me tell you right now, Should the Celtics have won this series, I would have been damn right. Jalen Brown would have been your NBA Finals MVP. I have a lot of respect for Jason Tatum. 
I think he has a lot of potential in this league, but what the hell was he doing this series? Where the hell was he? He's supposed to be the star player in Boston, and he was only the star player for one of six games. One. One. Jalen Brown did the rest. Shit, Al Horford did the rest. Al Horford had better games, more better games this series than the team star player. That is a big question for me. What happened there? Hopefully, something changes. At the same time, I will say that throughout the regular season and throughout the series is before the finals, Jason Tatum played fantastic. He is the star of the team, but he didn't show it when it mattered. And it's unfortunate, for real. I'm not here to bash guys. I can't imagine the the letdown they're feeling right now up there in Boston. You know, so I'm I'm going to cut them some slack. I'm not going to really beat up on them too more, too much more, but I do think that some things need to be addressed in terms of the lack of defensive intensity and, and really intensity in general. They were supposed to be the better defensive team. They were supposed to have the be the one forcing the difficult shots and it was the completely other way around. And that just goes to show, like I said, Golden State wanted to win. Boston didn't. Simple as that. I'll say wanted it more. We'll say they wanted it more. I'm sure Boston wanted to win, but they didn't want it more than the Golden State did. Tell you that much. I think it's really important what this what this ring does for a lot of players' legacy on this team. Stephen Curry, ring number four. He has two MVPs and now a finals MVP added to his resume. Top three point guard all time. Best shooter all time. The guy's got the hell of a resume. And being able to watch him firsthand, you see a lot of stuff that people won't believe me in 30 years when I'm telling them about who Stephen Curry was. People are going to be like, there's no way. he was. There's no way that he was just pulling up from 32 feet whenever he felt like it. There was no consistency to it. He would just get the ball and decide, I'm going to shoot it right here. Thank you. And it's going in. <laughs> Something he did a lot tonight. By the time the ball was halfway to the rim, he turned around. <laughs> it's because he knew it was going in. It's because he's Stephen Curry. He does this. Clearly, if you don't know this by now, where have you been for 10 years? So ring number four for him, Clay, and Draymond, and Andre Iguodala, veteran status. Who may I add only played one minute in this game, and it was the last minute of the game. Steve Kerr had to throw a little, uh, what do you call it? I guess we'll just call it respect. Clay Thompson, man. Coming back from what he went through. In 2019 and 2020. There are people that wouldn't come back for that. From that. He even talked about it in the post game. That he. There were times where he. You know crying and. It felt like it was never going to end. And he had the right support system. And here he is again. Now I will say that. Everybody knows him for game six clay. We could have had Game 6 Clay, but his shooting performance was god-awful. 
5 for 20. 2 for 8 from 3. That's not the clay we know. It's fine, though. I'm not here to hoe anybody. Your Golden State Warriors are your NBA champions. Plain and simple. I think Stephen Curry said it best. I don't think anybody saw them going here but at the beginning of the season. I don't think anybody saw them making it this far. Other than Warriors fans, Warriors players, Warriors office, whatever. But there you have it. Moving on to the NHL. The NHL has officially begun the Stanley Cup playoffs. The Colorado Avalanche, Tampa Bay Lightning. Game one. Colorado Avalanche won 4-3 in overtime in Colorado. This is going to be a good series. Plain and simple. Game one was very fun to watch. I think that Vasilevsky has had better games, and he will fin- he will play better games for the remainder of this series. But at the same time, I think that Colorado came out with that intensity. They were ready. I feel that there may have been a little bit of doubt about the fact that they were going up against the two-time reigning champions, potential third. Colorado definitely stepped up to the plate. Showed that they're offensively and defensively just as capable. If not more, actually. You think about it, they won the game. So we'll see what happens with Game 2 Saturday, Game 3 Monday. I think that Game 1 told us a lot. And you look at the previous series out of both teams throughout the playoffs so far this year. Told us a lot as well. I think there's a lot to look forward to. And I think that both of these teams are the most deserving Based on the path that they took here, I don't think it could really get much better based on what teams are, what teams performed well this year based on versus what team is in the finals. I definitely think that we are all in for a treat in terms of that. There's really not much else to talk about on that aspect of it. It's only been one game. Um, We only really saw so much out of either team in the game. So there's really only so much that I can go over in terms of that. So we're going to move on to the MLB and the standings over there. Looking at the AL East, man, the Yankees are hot. They've been good, but damn, dude, this year they are on a roll. Almost a 75% win percentage. That's incredible. 9-1 Nine and one in their last ten. Forty-seven and sixteen record. That's crazy. They just hit a walk-off home run tonight to win a the game. There's another one. It's crazy, man. They're playing out of their minds. We'll see if it translates to the playoffs. But as of right now, they're playing out of their minds. Closest team behind them. The New York Mets and then the San Diego Padres right behind them as well. But right now, just based on what we're seeing, man, I don't think there's one team in baseball that can touch the Yankees. Yeah, the Yankees might lose one here and there, but there is not a team in baseball that could beat them in a game in a series right now. You think about it, if the playoffs started today, Yankees are winning the World Series. 
doesn't get much easier than that. If you've watched, just based on the performances, it's pretty self-explanatory. Their dugout has been playing great. Their vision, ball vision, plate vision, plate discipline, timing, everything. They're just a very balanced, sound team right now. And they are easily the team to beat. There are some good teams here and there. Like I mentioned, the Mets or the Padres. You know, the Astros are playing pretty decent as well. Toronto's not playing bad. But overall, man, you you don't even have to know baseball that well and be paying attention to it that well to know where the Yankees are at this year. I'm sure that you follow any kind of sports page, you've seen the Yankees at least once. Other than that, you guys, there's really not a whole lot of stories going on this week. I'm going to finish off with a couple real quick. I'm going to fire off like three or four stories real quick just to keep you guys in the know. Um, Just this last week, Floyd Mayweather was inducted into the Boxing Hall of Fame, had a very emotional moment at the pedestal in a speech as well. Uh, Good for him. Definitely, arguably the best boxer ever, if not you know what, fair enough, unanimously the best boxer ever. Undefeated, simple as that. Touching back up on the LIV golf situation, uh, it started the U.S. Open just today, actually, Thursday. And it seemed that some of the LIV participants had been having a hard time. For example, Phil Mickelson had a four-putt on a hole, and finished with 14 putts through six holes. That is not good. Bad. Very bad. So, definitely a lot to work on there, and it seems that Rory McIlroy was also having somewhat of a hard time as well, and I just think you should keep an eye on what's going on there. Rory McIlroy did just win the last major championship, I'm sorry, championship just a few uh, weeks ago. And hopefully he can carry that over. The U.S. Open is one of the bigger major championships of the season. So um should be interesting to see who comes out on top. Another small story. WNBA legend Sue Bird announced that this upcoming season will be her final season in the WNBA. Absolute legend. One of the all-time greats in the WNBA, if not the best. Best of luck to her and what she's and thank you to her for what she's done for the sport and the amount of attention and what she did for the game inside and outside of the arena. So let's just hope that she has a great last season and a lot of good memories. But that's about it, you guys. I, I did my best to try and come up with some content for you. Um just not a whole lot going on. Obviously, the finals champions. And if I'm going to be completely honest, today, well, Friday, which I'm recording this after midnight because of the finals, I wanted to let the finals game finish. But today's my birthday, and I would like to enjoy it. So with that being said, 
is going to be a slightly shorter episode for that reason. So I will see you guys next week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Share the love. Spread the love. Peace out. I'm back with the fire, but on a different scale. I'm back on my feet, just like I tripped and failed. I'm secretly bending all the scrolls of secrecy. I frequently murder these rhythms evenly. I balance decency. Under weather, my parents, they help me build up the toughest feather. Watching power book wine glass laying on Tuscan leather. When I pop, family gon' benefit it. Trying to convert the Drake style, squeeze in a pinch of Kendrick. High class music, upper scale, and I remain on. In touch with my partners who be struggling and invade home. The seeds that I grew turn to trees, and it's funny cause now I be that nigga in club sections with shades on. Oh, yeah. I'm popping my shit, watch while I demonstrate. Vegas strip body debating how many pills to take. My mind is like a jungle, I really know how I feel to break. Told my little cousin I'll turn his burger in the stake. I made a path and a promise. I'm reaching high pedestals when I go back and polish. Making my music meaningful, beneficial, symbolic. And I changed my whole lifestyle, went vegan, no olives. I ain't never had a chain, and I ain't never sold drugs. I ain't never been fake, and I'ma always show love. Cause if I fuck with you, I'm fucking with you. All my brothers back it. But the moment that you turn to distraction, gotta subtract ya. I mean that, nigga. <laughs> fuck your opinion, fuck your feedback, nigga. Fuck your